Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Welcome back, guys. Today is Sesame Street Day. I'm so excited. Let's get started. I don't know about you, but I cannot imagine a world without Sesame Street because it has been around literally for my entire life. It was founded back in 1969 with a $7 million grant from the United States Department of Education and the Ford and Carnegie Foundations. Now, you would, well, let me back up. I was surprised to know, you might not be surprised to know this, but I was very surprised to know that there is a possibility that Sesame Street could have not been a thing. And that's mind boggling to me because they have been around for over 50 years. Literally, they are the longest running children's show ever. You know, they've got the crown for that. And if I have anything to do with it, they will continue to wear that crown because I feel like everybody needs a little bit of Sesame Street in their lives. But back to what I was saying about, you know, possibly not being a thing. Did you know that lawmakers in Mississippi and Alabama fought to defund PBS because they had images of black and white children playing together? This was back at the inception, back in 1969. Lawmakers in Mississippi and Alabama did not want this PBS, they didn't want the the entire channel. They were like, no, defund this thing because you should not have black children playing with white children on television. Talk about the hate. So I, I just thank God that there were some smart people back then that knew that those lawmakers in Mississippi and Alabama were full of it and that they needed to take that nonsense someplace else and brought us this beautiful thing that we know as Sesame Street. Um, And, you know, because Sesame Street, in my opinion, is the helper of parents, is the helper of guardians. If you have children, then Sesame Street is like your best buddy, and you got to treat them as such. Sesame Street will always maintain its relevance. And I say this because they have a way of using these puppets to tell stories about tough topics just as well as they can talk about the educational topics. So whereas they're teaching your kid about numbers and letters and sounds and feelings and emotions and how to treat people. They're also covering different topics like prison, mourning, racism, bullying, divorce, disasters, like natural disasters, those types of things. And 
so that's why I say their relevance is is ongoing and it doesn't even matter if it's an old episode or a new episode kids love this stuff and so the fact that the makers and the writers there at Sesame Street they can take a tough topic and break it down in such a way and present it to your children that they can digest it on a child's level and understand it and be able to speak intelligently on these topics sometimes more intelligently than the the adults can do it it's amazing but they've also um brought a lot of other bits and pieces into the show over the years it's changed over the years and i'm not even gonna lie i was a hater for a hot little second there because it wasn't exactly the way that i remembered it from when i was a kid and then on top of that my daughter and i just watched it the other day we're probably gonna watch it again today she is in second grade now, and it has changed from when she was a toddler. You know, some of the songs have changed, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I I got to learn a new song now because they don't sing that one the same anymore. But it doesn't matter because it comes quick, and we all love it. We have fun with it. So just to kind of go over some of the other like characters that they've brought into play along the, the years... There was, back in the 70s, there was Linda the Librarian. And from what I understand, she was actually deaf and she taught sign language. So for a lot of children, Sesame Street was the first place they were introduced to sign language. Then there was a young girl, her name was Tara, and she was in a wheelchair. Lily, one of the Muppets, uh, she was homeless then there's Julia. Julia is one of the newer ones. Julia is autistic. Rosita is Hispanic. Not that we didn't already have Maria on there from way back. Um, there's Cami, And now Cami is from the South African version of Sesame Street. And she actually is HIV positive. And she talks about HIV and AIDS along with other different topics. Um, there's Zari and what's his name? Zirok. <laughs> Zari and Zirok. They are from Afghanistan, Sesame Street. And their whole thing is talking about equal opportunities for all, not just boys, but boys and girls. Zirok is uh, Zari's younger brother. And he is like, oh, I want to be just like my sister. And she's like, you got to go to school. You got to get your lesson. And, you know, you can do great things. Um, one of my all-time favorites is uh, Seggy. She is the one that sings the I Love My Hair song. Ugh, that is, I recorded that episode. And speaking of the episodes, well, I'll get to that later. I, uh, I just love Sesame Street. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, more characters. There's Alex. Alex has a parent that's in jail. And so there are so many different things that Sesame Street has brought in along the way to help bring everybody to the table. And then on top of that, you know, all of the the puppet characters, they're different colors and different things like that. So it shows that we don't have to be the same. We don't have to look the same and we can still be friends. We can still get along. We can still have fun together. 
So I mentioned the relevance of Sesame Street, and I don't know if any of you caught it, if you saw any of the tweets about it, but people were bringing Sesame Street into this most recent elections outcome. The fact that the current sitting president is saying, you know, stop the count, stop the count. Well, people... I love people. They were putting these tweets out there with these crazy memes with the count from Sesame Street, basically saying, you can't stop the count. And uh, to me, that that's hilarious. That's clever. I love it. Uh, people need to keep that kind of humor up because that's what we need, especially in these days and times. But um, so whereas the people online were poking fun at the president by way of the Sesame Street character, the Count, were you aware that Sesame Street itself has been poking fun at Donald Trump since back in the 80s? I don't think I noticed it. And I guess because as a kid, I didn't know who Donald Trump was, but I know who Ronald Grump was. He was one of the um <laughs> one of the grouch characters on Sesame Street and it was very obvious it was very clear looking back on it where they had grump towers that they were trying to build and whatnot um that these were clear jabs at Donald Trump and um I I just I just can't help but to giggle just thinking about it. But then, you know, when you think about it, oops, what was that? When you think about it, um back uh, a while back, gosh, when was that? That was probably around 2017 where uh the president was considering a budget that would drastically take away funding from channels like PBS and NPR and whatnot. And people were up in arms about it because it was like, it was kind of like that Miss Jenkins thing. Like, nobody know, don't nobody say nothing bad about Miss Jenkins? Well, don't nobody play with the funding to Sesame Street. Seriously. And and it's interesting, the argument they had, uh, basically what they were trying to say is that as a government, they could justify asking a single parent or somebody that's living in a place where maybe mining or something was their livelihood and now they don't have that any longer they could justify asking that person to pay for other things through their taxes. However, they could not justify any type of uh, money going towards funding something along the lines of a PBS. And like I said before already, people sleep on Sesame Street. They think that, oh, it's just a show. Sesame Street is more than a show. It is a way of life, you know. Parents, what would you do without Sesame Street? For real. Let's sit and think about it. There are times that you were able to catch a breather, sit down and pull yourself together because Big Bird and Mr. Snuffleupagus and everybody was going on a on a an adventure and your kid was all dialed in. 
I know I was able to do my daughter's hair like a champ when we were watching Sesame Street. She wasn't noticing anything. It was just like, oh yeah, so let me get this hair done in this hour. Now granted, since and I'm I'm gonna assume that it was since that whole 2017 deal talking about the whole budget and whatnot that Sesame Street has gone from an hour to a 30 minute program and you know so they've cut out a lot of stuff and I'm really sad about that because to me the hour was perfect getting an hour of Sesame Street in a day an hour of education and uh, character building type talk that that was something serious now um one one thing i do want to say also is that in case you didn't know sesame workshop is a nonprofit 501c3 so you know where i'm going with this right that's today's episode but I gotta go ahead and finish that last little bit that I was throwing in there from that last segment that yes Sesame Workshop is a nonprofit, a 501c3 and you know what that means that is a great place to put your donations if you love Sesame Street like I love Sesame Street because I'm rocking my Big Bird shirt and everything today because Big Bird let me know that it was all right to be the tallest thing out there and and that wasn't even a part of the message. But just by seeing him being taller than everybody else, and as a kid, I was always the tallest one in class, it was okay to be Big Bird because Big Bird was cool. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so like I was saying, make some donations to Sesame Workshop because um, as far as their licensing agreements and their videotapes, those markets have both hit some really hard times simply because, you know, we've got stuff like Netflix and streaming services that are cutting into the DVD uh, situation. And there are so many other characters out there that, you know, unless you're Elmo, Big Bird, Cookie Monster, then a lot of these other characters are not getting the love out there. Therefore, the licensing agreements are kind of taking a serious hit. Sesame Street needs us, guys. We got to be there for them. They've been there for us for over 50 years. We need to be there for them. Got it? All right. So you know what you got to do. Head on over to Twitter and look up at Sesame Street. That's at S-E-S-A-M-E-S-T-R-E-E-T. Or you can go to the website, sesamestreet.org. While you're on your computer, don't forget to check me out at Hey Yvette, that's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E, or just look for the hashtag Tweet Trends. You can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Instagram, and you can even find me on YouTube, my new YouTube channel, Hey Yvette. All right, have a great Tuesday, and I'll see you back here again on Thursday.